husband wakes up with Steph, Abby, and Matt on B105. What's going on, everybody? Hey, hey. You've downloaded our podcast. Thank you kindly. It's wonderful to have your company. Mm. Um, big show today. Um, we call a payphone. <laughs> now, I know you think, what the hell? Well, we've got a number for some payphones, and we're just ringing them to see if someone will pick up. Could mm. someone walk past a payphone? And would they answer it if it rang? I think we should try one tomorrow at Logan area mm. because I think there's a lot of shopping centres are there and mm. I think if in the morning a lot of people go and get their cups of coffee yep. and they're waiting. So I think we'll find somewhere there's people waiting mm. and I think in a group you can start to go, oh, what's oh, that phone should, should I get it? Yeah. And you've got that. Safety. Yeah, yeah. rather than just walking past and going, if I own the, answer <laughs> this, would the phone box explode <laughs> and Bond come in and... You get 15 seconds before it explodes, though, and they do, do warn you. You know, they say yeah. 15. Okay. Don't they say it'll self-destruct, self-destruct in, 15 in 15 seconds? seconds. Five seconds. The five seconds. Well, anyway, be a fast runner, five? answer the mm. phone. Is it? Yes. I guess for movies, 15 seconds is quite That's a long time. That's a long time in a movie, yeah. <laughs> Just to be watching it. Yeah. All right, well, this is fi- let's, let's count. This will be 15 seconds well, normally, from now. Do I have to be silent the whole time, though? Yeah. Really? Does so that mean we have to start again? Did you start again because of it? No, he'll just tell us when it finishes. But you got to remember, they're running away. They're trying to shoot the baddies. Well, 15 seconds. Well, so you're talking about two separate things here. The, the tapes self-destruct when they get their, um, their plan because they don't want anyone yeah. else to hear the plan. So they yeah. just stay, they stay there yeah. and it just goes. I'd hate that. I'd be like, I'm so sorry. I wanted one more look. <laughs> I've forgotten well, everything that, you just told me. Can well, I rewind issue, it? That's the issue, isn't like, no, it? You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. But I always, that does annoy me in films where it's like a countdown and say it's got like. 15 seconds to go. But it but takes an hour. It takes, yeah. You go, that, none of that happened in 15 seconds. That was like two and a half minutes, guys. Come on. You know? And then they just stop it at the one and you're like, oh. It's, it's, oh it's, you're always still biting your nails though, mm. aren't you? Ooh, not the red. Don't cut the red. <laughs> Anyone else hold their breath when people go into water in movies and see if they can hold it for that long? Almost oh, died during no. Finding Nemo. No, I've never done <laughs> I do that though. I do. <gasps> I, yeah, no. I scare easily though. So in horror films, I find it difficult to watch. We were walking home from the football and it was really dark and we catch the bus. So it was yeah. ages away from our house and I was walking with our two eldest boys, hubby and I. And it's something in our house where the people in front will hide and then jump out. But I hadn't seen them, right? So Finney was right down at this, um, this brick wall and jumped down in front of me. I screamed mm. so loud mm. that he screamed back because he wasn't expecting it <laughs> oh, and then burst yeah. into tears. Mm. I was like, you surprised me because I was that. Yeah, mm. right. So it was a double double whammy. Yeah. Double whammy. you know, you normally hit people if they jump out of you. Like, yeah. Ah. Well, you see those great clips online where got people have hidden, like guys have hidden in um, wheelie bins <gasps> and then they pop out and scare someone and the guy's reaction is to them. punch him in yeah. the face <laughs> and they knock him out. Yeah. They're like, oh, oh. <laughs> but even still, that's the risky run when you jump out and scare yeah. someone is you don't know how they're. I saw a double dodecather of that one where um, a guy was, I think he was pretending to be a statue or something. He moves, the guy punches him in the face, he falls down, someone comes over to help him and he scares them. It's <laughs> 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 good. All right, uh, let's get into the podcast. Um, we'll do our payphone experiment that is on the way. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alrighty then. The state will self-destruct in five seconds. The force is with you, young Skywalker. <laughs> Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. You know me, you know I love my movies. I'm a movie a buff. I love the films, I love the cinemas, I love everything movie-related. I used to work at a blockbuster video store. 
Google it, kids. And um, something that's always... When did Stav work at Blockbuster? <laughs> something that's always... Zero's zero thing showing. It was 2000, so the zeros would have shown. Um, something always stuck with me is when movies are released overseas, sometimes with the translation of language, they change the title. And one I always remember, don't know why I remember this one, but you remember that, um, White Men Can't Jump, the basketball movie starring Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes? One, yes. of, the, one of the famous m- movies... In history, I would say. Mm. Like In China, it was called White Men Can't Get It Up. <laughs> no word of a lie. That was just the translation, yeah, didn't work. Was translation. It's happened in marketing so many times when mm. they couldn't understand when a, a car wasn't selling in Japan, but the translation was kind of like small wiener. Yeah. And they couldn't understand why it wouldn't sell. I'm like, Pajero... has anyone not done any research into it and mm. realised why these guys are not going out to buy the small wiener car? <laughs> <laughs> but do they do that on purpose like there would be someone because the the Chinese arm of that film company mm. would be in a conversation with the Americans I don't know is it just you know what I mean like it's just a translation yeah they yeah. don't have yeah. the words for it so yeah yeah but yeah. but also too I, I think you know you say oh well it'd be funny people would go and show interest in it mm. was that Efron movie remember it was Bad Neighbor yeah it had to be different there was Bad Neighbor here but I think it was just, it was neighbors, just neighbors in America there, but they couldn't do it because of the show Neighbors oh, they they had to the, the, the film adaptation well. of the <laughs> <laughs> Ramsey Street so um, bouncer coming up? <laughs> I've got a I've got a few here. And I thought I would okay. give them to you guys, and you can see if you can tell what the original movie is. So you okay. give us you give us the translation. Yep. We'll give you the English version. Yes. Okay. Okay. So uh, this I'll start with an easy one. Okay. Vaseline. Vaseline. Mm, Vaseline. Vaseline. Mm, Vaseline. Uh, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> a Valentine's Day movie. Grease. Oh, oh great. Like yeah. right. Okay. 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 <laughs> well, can't wait to see the hard ones. <laughs> um, in Brazil, people would pop down to see if you drink, don't marry. If you drink, a don't drunken marry. love. Or oh, see the uh, uh, drunken love. Drunken, think I'm drunken. Drunk. <laughs> um, drunken what? The. The hangover. Hangover. Hey, hangover. I'll give us. Go. I'll give us that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> this one I think was changed. This would have been changed for um, religious reasons. So in Israel, great kids film. It's raining falafel. Uh, meat. Cloudy with a chance meat of meatballs. Hey, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Why is that religious? Because I'll... they don't eat meat. They don't, oh. eat, don't eat beef. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, delicious. Hello. Uh, falafels are not delicious. They are. They are if you prepare oh, them properly. Yeah, mm. no, because that was the sequel. Falafels, falafels are not delicious. If you put falafels <laughs> in, like, a, when you go to get a kebab, you, a falafel roll is unbelievable. You should try one. We're going to eat one. You'll love it. Oh, you'll you love it. You don't get falafel when the Donna meets. No, there. no, no. Excuse me. No. I'll have that resemblance of meat, mm. not the. Yeah. It doesn't look like meat at all. Looks like an elephant's leg. Yeah. It's delicious. You'll love I, it. I always am impressed with the the gum they get it off yeah. with. Gum to papa. All right, easy one. In France, this was a classic. Mum, I missed my plane. Uh, <sighs> dude, where's my car? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Home Alone. There you go. Hey. Oh, there you go. <laughs> this one's a bit trickier. China. Everyone went along to see Superpower Dare Die Team. Superpower the Avengers. The Avengers? Ooh, nah. Oh, no. Ghostbusters. Oh, that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> the Super what? Do they not want to say Ghostbusters? The Superpower Ghost? Dare Die Team, probably, actually. Oh. Yeah. The Superpower yeah. Dare Die Team. Right. Okay. Last one. China again. <laughs> Abby, you like this film. 
I will marry a prostitute to save oh, money. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Pretty woman. Yeah. Pretty woman. <laughs> Good movie. <laughs> I hate it again. It, it ruins the plot. It's kind of a spoiler, it isn't it? It ruins the plot, yeah. Um, I will marry a prostitute to save money. Oh, well, I guess I get married in the end. Yeah. Oh, well, oh. To save, to save money. Mm. Oh, I guess it doesn't really ruin the plot because it doesn't tell to you about fair, the love. It was her first job, she end. hadn't actually been a prostitute, so there we go. Oh, hadn't she? No. 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 First job. She got very lucky. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so did he because Every the first day, prostitute he got was going was to Julia work going, so Where is he? It was a fairy tale. It was a fairy tale. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> doesn't all work out like that. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. If you've got a concern, if you've got a vent, or if there's a decision that you're finding difficult to make, you can write an email, dear Abby, at b105.com.au. Get other people's advice that mm-hmm. uh, might have gone through this situation because we've got some wonderful people listening that would be able to help. This one reads... Dear Abby, I had a wonderful relationship with a really lovely, caring and thoughtful man for one year, but unfortunately it ended in January this year. He told me something serious, a big secret, during the relationship that never sat well with me, and it's always in the forefront of my mind since the day he told me. His son, who is now 21, is not his biological son. He also has a daughter who's a spitting image of him, but his son is clearly so unlike him. He told me that his wife had an affair when his daughter was a toddler, um, but she also wanted to name the baby boy the guy that she had an affair with. Oh. He's never treated his son as not his own. They have a very close relationship, um, but he's always known it. I personally believe that this 21-year-old man has the right to know the truth and make his own decisions as to what to do with this information. If I come forward, having the relationship ended, I know it will appear like I'm vindictive and hateful, but I honestly do believe he has the God-given right to know. I personally have a family friend who found out at the age of 27 that her dad was not a biological father, and she had the opportunity to meet him, her biological siblings, and so many things in her life fell into place. It was a whirlwind, but it also makes her feel in such a happy place now, and I believe like this boy has the opportunity for that. Should I find a way to tell this boy or should I leave it alone? I'm so torn. Ah, yeah. You're torn now that you're broken up and you're wondering whether you should tell him. So the line, reading, I know it will appear like I'm being vindictive. (laughs) Well, she would, but you wouldn't do it if you're in a relationship, I guess. Well, there you go. So she is being vindictive. So she wasn't willing to tell the boy. She he... did say, "I know, I know." <laughs> when, 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 her, when it was going to jeopardize her relationship, wow, she didn't want to tell him. I don't know, Matt. Wow, wow, I really I don't. don't know where you sit. Um, the only thing is that she she has said that that she's never felt comfortable with the secret. I mean, I personally wish that he didn't tell her. Mm. It's none of her business, especially now that they're not together. It's got nothing to do yeah. with her. I would love to hear from people that did find out and whether it was a good thing to find out. Do you know, like if you're, yeah. you know, in your in your twenties or anything, and you found out that it wasn't your biological parent, I'd love to know how that. Right. Or even on the other changed. side, there'd be people out there who found out who preferred they never found out. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course, yeah. Mm. There was um uh, a girl that we went to school with, and she had really older parents, mm. and she was the only child, and everyone was like, "Oh, her parents are just older," and didn't find out that it was actually her grandparents. Oh. That raised her. Yeah, right. And her mum was alive, but not healthy enough to have Mm, to look after a a child. child. Yeah. 13, 10, 60. Uh, What do you reckon? What do you think, Sam? What do you think she should do? It is a tough one. I don't think it's as clear cut as as what Manda thinks because there are things like 
you know, if, if you did know, if you did know that, then you could find your real dad. Yeah, and... it's one of those things where it's a secret that's none of your business to be able to share. Like it's not yours to share. Mm. But then I always wonder if that person. Mm. I guess you could talk to him and say. What do you think? I would probably, that's what I would, I'd go to him and say, have you ever thought about telling him it's probably about time that he knows? And leave it up to the and dad. And leave it up yeah. to the dad. Yeah. You know? But yeah. she can't go and expose that, that secret. No. Especially if she's not in that family anymore mm. either. Well, she couldn't do it when she was there either, though. Yeah, but that's my point. She <laughs> didn't want to risk her, her relationship then, but now that she's got nothing to lose, she's willing to go and light, light that dynamite. Mm. Sarah, what do you think? Should um, this lady to expose the secret or not? Morning, guys. How are you going? Good. That's good. I, um, I'm sit firm with Maddie on this one. I am 40 years old now, and when I was 16, my mum actually told me that my dad wasn't my biological dad. And it was, in fact, his best friend. Wrong. Oh. So I have an older sister and I have three younger siblings and they're all the same dad and I have the dad that's different. Mm. Um, but the dad that I say is my dad is 100% regardless of his blood running through my veins is my biological dad. Mm. Yeah. Um, and the saddest thing was is my dad didn't know either. Oh, wow. So, oh, wow. Um, so it was so I, traumatic for both of you. Yeah, and most people say, like, it makes, you know, people stronger. It did make me stronger. Mm. Um, I love my mum, but I don't have a lot of respect for her because I feel at 16 years old, as a child, you're going through so much to yeah, begin with true. school and friends mm. and what you want to do with life. And, yeah, she's going to drop this bombshell. Mm. Did you ever have that I, desire to, to meet your biological dad or that wasn't? I knew who he was. Right. I knew. Oh, okay. um, we did meet when I was, I think, 22. Mm. Um, and I decided that I didn't want a relationship with him. Yeah. He's got his own family. I've got my own. It has made my dad and I very strong. Mm. Um, we do have like a, and, and I can tell I'm different to my other siblings, so mm. I don't need it pointing out. And I just don't mm. feel that this lady has the right to Make that decision for for someone for else. Mm. Yeah, thank you for calling, call, Sarah. It, to change the direction of someone else's life. Denise in Scarborough, what do you think? Hey, um, I found out at the age of thirty nine, which was ten years ago, wow. that my dad wasn't my dad, and I didn't find out directly from anybody that I knew. And I chose not to have a relationship with that man. I don't have a relationship with my mother either. I think she should just leave it alone. Okay, mm. alone. you're right. There you go. Um, thirteen ten sixty. Feel free to weigh in on this at any time. The phones are open. Samantha and Muggle, what do you think? Um, I so I have two siblings. Um, and they found out about me when they were ten and thirteen, and I am the unfortunate um affair baby in the middle. I knew my whole life, and they didn't. And when they were sat down and told at ten and thirteen, they still to this day. I'm twenty five. They don't want anything to do with me because of the situation. Um. I can understand where she's coming from, that having that secret, um, but it could potentially do more damage Thank than good. not, opening mm-hmm. that can of worms that maybe won't be for the best. Do you feel like, like if your siblings weren't told, then you would have had a good relationship with them? What do you mean? Did you say that mm. your siblings were told that... Yeah, so at, at, when they were 10 and 13, they were told about me. Right, um, oh, they I didn't know about you, about okay. That. They yep. didn't, yeah. Yeah, um, right. And just small things like I'm getting married next year and my fiancé's got four sisters and they're all coming and 
I know that mine can't come because of how they feel about me. Yeah. I almost wish they didn't know, and mm. I would have just been like a what if kind of thing for right. my life. Yes, yeah, mm. okay. So, so okay, so uh, you, you, okay, I, so you, I figured that you were in, in their a family together, with them and then they just found out that you were, but you there. were the kid of the other person, and then you all met. Same dad, different mum. Mm. Yes, I'm yeah. in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that must have mm. been. That must be really hard for you to kind of go through that, especially during the wedding now. It is, but I have a stepdad. He became my dad when I was five, and like Sarah said, it's made the, our relationship so much stronger. I don't even bat an eyelid. So. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. 100% of people have said don't tell, so I think it's something that mm. she needs to work on. Mm. I guess yeah. it feels like she doesn't want to hold the secret. Yeah. But that's to do with, yeah, it's to do with her. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Over the weekend, went out to dinner. It was a group of us. There were six we all went to dinner together. And it was actually Esther's bosses. Mm. Yep. So it wasn't an overly rowdy dinner. You know, it was pretty subdued. Do you put on your best clothes and your best behaviour? Uh, Did you let no. them order the drinks? Well, they don't drink. Oh. Esther's bosses don't drink. Right. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because, yeah. you know, usually when we go to dinner... Mm. If someone's not drinking, you're like, what's wrong with you? Did you have pre's then? Hey? No, we, we, oh, we did have a couple of beers before we went. See, I don't like drinking if they're not. I won't drink. I See, yeah. I, I had two beers. Then you ordered the beers. You don't order a bottle of wine. That's right. Yeah. But they're really they're really different. great. And still, but and, I just, yeah. And they're like, hey, if you want, um, you know, get a bottle of wine, get it whatever you want. You know, it was really nice. Um, but I, I, I'm like that. I'm like, I don't want to be a little drunky and mm. they're completely mm. sober. So we're sitting there at dinner. Um, and there were six of us having a great time still. We're all chatting because her two bosses, their wives are there, me and Esther. Um, and I couldn't believe it. Mm. We got shushed by another table. <laughs> and I thought to myself, <laughs> you're not allowed Excuse me? <laughs> We're yeah. just chatting, not drunk, not rowdy, and we weren't were being you? inappropriate. Like, what, give me a level. Was it like five? Like, what was the level of um, well, what was, comparison here? Cause it was okay, so it was a, a French restaurant, mm-hmm. but it wasn't super like was flash like or anything. Or something. Is that no, yeah, right. no, not at all. Was it in a library? Well, it felt like that. Who shushed you? It would have been a lady that was... No, a man shush. It was a man. A man shush. And he was, I reckon, mid-60s. Look at us, so sexist, aren't we? Yes. Yeah, Karen shush. Presuming that shush is a Mm. female. That's right. Um, Can you give it to me? Sorry. I just think, can turn down the music? Okay, okay. So we're talking... Blah, 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 Good times, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We make eye contact. Yeah. Shh. And you know when you think... What was that? <laughs> and they and then because he was a bit far away, he didn't make a shush sound this second time. Oh, he did he the finger, finger up, up, finger up, but oh. like frowned at us, mm. finger to the mouth. Well, that's like, uh, sorry, guys. That's radio, but he's doing this. Yeah, the shush, yeah. International but that's what it, shush signal. And I was like, you can't shush in a restaurant. People gather in a restaurant. Was it just him and some another lady? Fun. There was another five man. of them you, sitting there. They were. It's not like they were on a date or anything, or they were discussing. You could ask a rowdy table to keep it down a little bit. No, you can't. In no. a restaurant, I think you can. If someone's being overtly loud, you could go, guys, could you just keep now it down a little bit? Not at a movie, you can. Mm. At a movie, definitely mm-hmm. at a library. Mm-hmm. If they're uh, being inappropriate, yeah. swearing mm. and inappropriate conversation oh, very I loudly, you, you football, can. Yeah. I'll say, hey, kids are around. I don't think it's appropriate to swear, but that's to my husband. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he um, says, yeah. I'm only going off what you're saying, babe. <laughs> Come on, what, were you, what no. were you talking about? 
But this is like, the thing. Nothing inappropriate. Yeah. Her bosses, they're in their 60s. Mm. Um, what did they say? They, did did, you, they, they, they didn't see it. Did you, it's just me and Esther that saw it. Did we you didn't say tell that them. They just shushed oh, you no, 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 we didn't tell them. So you so kept the shush to yourself. Esther and I are carrying the burden of the shush. Wow. So they don't know that they were shushed. But there was no inappropriate conversation. We weren't that loud. If I was with you two and we got shushed, I'd mm. probably look back and be like, fair enough, sorry, man. <laughs> yeah, you know. Like, yeah. that's understandable. But yeah. we're out to, yeah. to a lovely dinner with Esther's bosses and their wives. And we got shushed. I don't think I've ever been shushed. Oh, come on. No, I, well, I've never noticed it. I've never yeah. been shushed. Can, that, you can't, that, I don't think you can shush. I don't think that. I think that was an inappropriate shush. I don't think. I, I think th- you can th- shush yeah. children. You can shush children. It's not. It's not the appropriate way to tell someone to keep it down. No, you could have come up and said, "I'm so I'm sorry. sorry. We can't hear our conversation. Do you guys just want? I know you're having a lot of fun, but just keep it down a little bit. That's okay. Do you know what it could be? Because um, my father-in-law's got um, hearing aids, and but it, then don't go to a restaurant. I won't finish that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know how they get that. that don't eat. <laughs> don't eat if you can't no. hear. You but sit I, at home and you stop. I always say, remember we got in trouble about taking kids at five o'clock? And I was like, well, if you don't like going out with mm. kids, then perhaps don't go out the early one because you get in and out. But mm. if you get the ringing because you're hearing aids, mm. then why would you enjoy that environment? I guess you wouldn't. Yeah, it is true. Hey, where would you like you, to be seated? Can I check behind your ears? Oh, I'm so <laughs> sorry, so you're not allowed in That's here. That's the thing. You don't know that until you get yeah. there. And you're, oh, it's playing so you reckon up it's with the my... first time they've gone mm. out for a meal? At, at that were... restaurant, maybe? And it's playing hectic with their Have you ever sonics. shushed anyone? Have I ever shushed anyone? No, my wife has at cinemas and stuff. She'll she'll shush people when we went saw a play. We yes. saw a play just recently, and the people beside us were talking and quoting along with the play. And she was like, "Shush, shush." How I would shush? I would never shush. I want to hear <laughs> <laughs> like a cat. <laughs> See, I would never shush. I would never shush someone. No. How do you do? Shh, shh, shh. Shut up, idiot. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Stab Abby and Matt. Hey, phone roulette. You gotta know when we're phoning. When we're phoning. Know when we're calling. Yeah, the old payphone. Uh, we learnt yesterday on the show that um, there are, in fact, thousands of them still right around Australia. 15,000. 15, Nothing like Telstra's website to be able to do it. But do you know what? They actually give you notifications of when they're going to take it away so that you can then complain and give your reason to why you need it there. Yeah, well, I've, I'm, I'm having an affair and I don't want yeah. my wife to go through my phone, so keep the payphone, please. <laughs> um, maybe that's why in Aspley yesterday it went uh, around on the internet that someone's put a sign up beside an Aspley payphone here in Brisbane and it says, for the courtesy of others wanting to use this phone, please keep all calls uh, to no longer than 15 minutes. Mm. Thank you. And we, we thought, how many people are lining up waiting to use a payphone where people can only speak for 15 minutes? Yeah. Then we went on a bit of a deep dive, didn't yeah. we, guys? Well, I was so excited <laughs> because on the website, they give you a list of the, the payphones. And I said that my friends and I used to always call the ones in the mall and be like, I'll meet you there and give out the number so that if you were there, you could pick up. And it used to always mm. make us feel cool because you walk past payphone and go, oh, I'll get it. Yeah, like in the movies when someone's gonna, some bad guy's yeah, going to do something. The, the yeah. list of mm. all the, uh, the payphones is just on the website. Mm. So what you used to do is you go to the mall and say to your friends, I'm going to be there at 2.30, ring mm. it, and then you would chat to them and be like, hey, I'm <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah. Hey, mm. what's up? We're so cool. So we, we have a payphone straight out of our window here. What, mm. what street's that, Mr. Brisbane? Upper that is Upper Roma, Roma Street. Street. Mr. Upper. Brisbane. He's Petrie there, Terrace. <laughs> Sorry. Upper Roma. Here so, you go. Would you like the website? Uh, the, the Telstra phone box, it's just a, a 
outside the Summer House Backpackers mm-hmm. when you're coming along there. We have Adrian, our audio guy, who is standing at it mm-hmm. right now. We're going to call Abby's track down the number to this payphone. We're going to ring it and see if he'll... Well, see if it, in if fact, it does ring. Yeah. And can he pick it up and talk yeah. to us? Well, the one so. we're calling is quite um, la di It's got Wi-Fi hotspot and ADSL compatibility. Mm-hmm. All right, the number is 7 This one's got coin and card. You can call me on my payphone. Hello, can you hear us though? Oh yes, who's this? (laughs) This sounds, the phone? It it sounds like, it was like a really like digital like kind of weird thing and the screen said incoming call. They've updated it because I thought it would be like, I want it to be an old school payphone ringtone like they're all loud one yeah yeah no that's not very loud too like if if you were doing your own thing or had headphones in you would not know there's a phone ringing all oh, right because we were thinking um tomorrow um we might ring around the city like just randomly pick some phones uh some payphone numbers if people pick it up we'll give them some cash or something but i don't know would if you randomly heard a payphone ringing would you would you answer it yeah i would I don't know now if it doesn't if it's a bit digital. <laughs> I'm just saying, like if it's that quiet. Yeah, I like, don't know. If it doesn't make a phone ringing sound, you might just think it's running an update well, or something. Well, I think like I would that. think so, and I'd also feel like I'd have to answer it if it's so loud because people around me go, "Oh my god, you have to answer it." You've yeah. got to think it probably hasn't ever rung. It's probably it's as shocked as we are. So, oh, I got a ring. <laughs> I don't think so. It says all the <laughs> incoming it calls. <laughs> it's on the front of the backpackers. Tell you what, Adrian, mm-hmm. hang up, hang it up. Yeah, because we can see this one from out of our window. We'll we'll wait till yeah. we see people walking Walk past. past. So you guys go and hide, and we'll ring it, and because we can watch this in real time to see if they will actually answer it. Okay. All right. <laughs> bye. Okay. Bye. 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 Love you. Love you. Bye. You hang up. Okay. Does someone come? Okay. okay. Does someone come? So there's a guy with a Back shoulder bag. bag. Come on, buddy, answer it. He's directly passing it now. He hasn't even slowed his pace. Oh, he stowed a little Has bit. Has he got there. headphones on? He's listening to music? No, I don't think so. Yeah, see, that's the, that's the other issue, isn't it? Is that he people... didn't even flinch. No, he didn't. Was he? he had his headphones oh, in. God, oh, he did. Damn it! Oh, that's <laughs> the problem. Everyone's got ear pods in there. Yeah. They're not going to hear it. All right, hang it's, on. It's actually louder than I thought it was, actually. Okay. okay. Hang on, here comes another hang guy. Hang, okay. hang, hang up, up, hang up, hang up. up. Okay, that's, that's Adrian, our guy. Let's get ready. This is the greatest sport we've ever invented. Um, Behind the trees, you can see there's a guy coming yep, now. He's comes. dressed in business attire. I reckon he's not going to have headphones on. He's too old. What is he? You reckon in his 70s? Yeah. You know what? That's great. I reckon the older you are, the more likely you are to answer a payphone. You reckon? Yeah, it's what you grew up on. That's true. You would, and you the one that's, that's oldest. That's is, that a, is he carrying a Bible? He's carrying a black book. It's not a Bible. Oh, we've got, another, we got an inter- interceptor coming the other way with a white hat. They're going to meet it at the same time. Oh, no one's no. hearing it. Okay, so he might have been deaf. He looked. Did he look? <laughs> he looked at the phone. He looked at the and phone. And kept walking. So did the guy behind you now. He, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah. They both, so they both ignored it, though. Yeah. Why would no See, I don't reckon anyone's going to pick it up. I reckon if it was in a crowded area, you'd get one because people look around and should I answer it? Yeah. yeah. I tell you, this is exactly why we should do B105's cash call, payphone edition. Do you reckon mm-hmm. it's just so dodgy that no one's answering? Because if that's the case, why don't police just hang around at post office <laughs> at um, payphones? Yeah. Well, 
Oh, I don't know. I guess maybe there has been too many movies where. I, okay, there's mm. someone else coming out of the. Right. No, oh, she, no, she's going the other way. She's going the other way. Oh, he's gone. Okay, he's hung up on us. I tell you what, it's gonna it's gonna be a tough competition. But if you are near a payphone at any time, it could be us ringing. If you answer it, you will win money. So if you hear a payphone ringing, answer it, Brisbane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. <laughs> We're not giving up. Not until we get an answer. No, we not until ring. we get a drug we dealer. Will. We will keep calling. What's that? They what seem you? to be the people bigging up the bones. <laughs> what do you guys want? What do you need? Terry, you've never called me before. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Hey, Alpha Bucks, $10,000. You can win that money uh, tomorrow when we play at 8am. It'll be the 15th of April. Mm, one place that Stab's always want to go. Alaska is an answer and also astronomy. So your letter is A. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Yeah, some girls are really good at makeup. Have you seen those? Uh, there's a lot of TikToks, because I know I'd get your attention, where the girls are like, no fake, let no makeup on, and then they like pretend to hit the screen oh, yeah, and yeah. tap it with the music, and then all of a sudden they're all like made up. Or sometimes they do it with the makeup brush. Yes, yep. you like them as well. But sometimes they, they're completely different. You go, oh, wow, they're really good at makeup. And I always think it's fun to, to do play up. But there is one mum on Mumsnet, great website. I love it so much. Mumsnet. <laughs> oh, God, I love it. So good. Just a mum. Just a mum. On Mumsnet. Posting anonymously, saying that she looks unrecognisable without makeup. Mm. And she's like, I don't want to put it out there too much, but mm, you think it's a form of catfishing? Because she said that, if she looks so different, she'll attract men um, when she's wearing makeup and when she goes out and then she's all dressed up and then the next day if she doesn't have any makeup on, mm. people wouldn't recognise her. Oh. And she said, are they really falling in love with the real me? Mm. And saying that there's a lot of her friends who have boyfriends that have never seen them without makeup on. When she wakes up and she doesn't have her makeup on, she doesn't have her chicken fillets in, she's not wearing her slimming spanks and she's just... <laughs> Who is this? And you loved him for the personality. Yeah. And that's what the girls were attracted to at the night before, you know. So what does she do? Get up in the morning before her partner and reapply? If you do that, 13, 10, 60, if your partner has never seen you without makeup, I would love to hear from you because there are women that mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of effort, but they feel, I guess, more comfortable. Mm-hmm. In makeup, and it's something they've always done. So they sometimes go to bed with it on and then wash it off and then put it straight back on. No, really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I could see why maybe you might, some people would do that in the beginning when you're just sort of dating someone. And then when it gets like, longer and longer, it's yeah. like, when am I going to do the big reveal? It's like, <laughs> I think always... it's the same time that you stop going to romantic comedies and go, yeah. nah, I only like action. Sorry, I should have told you that. Because <laughs> you always put the best version of yourself forward mm. in the start. And yeah. then once they sort of tell you that they've got feelings for you, you go, oh, okay, right, I'm going to show you the, new, the real me now. Yes, yeah. But a lot of the time it's not about the partner, it's about the person. About them. Yeah, yeah it's not and trying to confidence. impress them. Mm. I mean, I, there's a, some, if we go, even go away on a, a girl's group, we'll always go be like, oh, no, no, we'll make up. There's always makeup. one or two that will wear full face makeup. Mm. Yeah, and the rest of you just have tinted moisturiser. With, you know, liquid eyelash <laughs> colours, which is what we which used to do. doesn't count. No. doesn't count. <laughs> the natural, oh, no, no, I have an eyelid. Natural okay, yeah. and these tattooed, this is tattooed <laughs> eyeliner. Okay, yeah. so back off. I can't remove it. It's so, like when we go camping, we're like, no one's wearing makeup, and then no. one girl comes out, and you go, oh, great, I'll go and get mine. But I thought we weren't bringing it. Well, no. you brought yours. It's my sunscreen. I use this as my sunscreen. Is that what you so, always say, Maddie? Yeah. Just a little yeah. bit of a concealer. Was there a period of time before you saw Esther without makeup, or was it pretty much... 
I think it was straight up. Yeah. Yeah, like mm. pretty early on. Mm. I have a friend who um, no one's really ever seen her without makeup. What do you reckon she's hiding under there? Do, are you expecting it to be bad? Or? No, she's a very pretty girl. Some people just yeah. feel really more comfortable mm. with it on. Each of their own, but I think that's a lot of effort. Well, I, I've often found when I wore it, when I wore it, I know TV makeup's different, but makes your eyelids real heavy. Did you guys see what I tagged you in yesterday? No. There's a new trend at the moment of oh, no, I did. partners yes. putting on the people that, the makeup, makeup on, yeah, they're on their, their wives and all mm. that. So I want imagine, you guys to try it. I'll give it a go with Esther. Imagine that. <laughs> what? I've never, I've never put makeup on mm. myself, let alone someone else. Mm. But mm. is it is it then the same though? If a partner, if a guy's never seen a woman without makeup, mm. should a guy, should a woman before she gets serious with a guy, if he only has a beard, should he have to shave that beard off <laughs> and show his true what self? What are you hiding under there, yeah, Matthew? That's right. A low chin. How many chins are underneath yeah. the beard that mm. you're keeping hidden? Because once you're married, like right now, I take it off, and they might mm. go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! Like well, t- I knew that. Sounds <laughs> like a TV show. Like, Move that bus, and then they're there with no makeup on. Like, Do you think it's catfishing, though? <laughs> no, because I, I, I mean, that's so. going a bit too far. She said, "All right, hear me out." But before I start this, I just want to say that I'm not bashing women who wear makeup. I absolutely love wearing makeup and wear it regularly. I'm just really interested to know if I wear full face of makeup and then take it off and I look completely different. Am I catfishing them? No, no. Mm-hmm. No. Do you know what I really don't If she like, takes right? it off and she's, she's a 45-year-old man, man from always... Nigeria, then she's catfishing. <laughs> this is always what guys do, though. They go, you know what? Yeah. I like the natural look. I like girls with no makeup, makeup on. on. That's what you. I really like. Yeah. Oh, my God. What's Whoa, wrong with you today? You're not me? well? Yeah. No, I'm just not wearing makeup. Oh, okay. Can you just wear the light makeup option then? Now, Anonymous, we're asking, is this possible? Like, has... Your your auntie was married for a long time and never never oh showed her God. real face. Yeah, that's true. She was married for I think like 20, 25 years and she used to get up at like 3:30 in the morning before he went to his day job and she would apply her whole face and my mum used to tell me that sometimes she still had time to spare so she'd just get back in and pretend she was still asleep. <gasps> <gasps> wow. Oh, that's impressive. And they're not together yeah. anymore. No, she um, apparently hated him, but went to all that effort for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> Had you seen her without I, makeup? I never did either. Mm. My mum, she, my auntie was the only one in the family with a pool, and so her and my mum also kind of didn't get along. My mum was the complete opposite of mm. a wearing makeup mum. Mm. And every time we went swimming, she would sit on the side. She would almost hold an umbrella so she never got splashed in the face. And wow. mum used to tease her and tell us that when they were teenagers and they went to the beach, like, in the 70s, she used to have a full face on then and used to wear knee-high boots and was just mm. always that kind of girl. There you go. I love it. No, she hated him. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine what she'd do if she loved him. Was that scandalous enough to be anonymous for, though? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Knee-high boots at the beach. <laughs> Sus. Yeah, it is. What's your hide? Tori in the switch. Um, has your partner never seen you without makeup? Um, no, he's actually hasn't for about four or five years seen me without eyelash extensions until isolation. All right. Oh, right. So How did he take he, it? Um, he was just really shocked. I think he was just like, oh, wow, is that your, like, what happened? He actually <laughs> thought I was sick. And I was like, no, 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 I'm not sick. This is just me without eyelashes. And I mean, I'm in the beauty industry, so I'm constantly 
having lashes and makeup and everything and the fact that he saw me without lashes mm. in about four or five years, he was like, wow. He just was really shocked. Tori, you should have seen, I got my eyebrows done. You know when you get them tattooed and they're really dark for the first time? Yeah. And my husband yep. came home and he didn't know what to say. He's like, oh, are they supposed to be like coloured in? Coloured <laughs> in. <laughs> and they start to oh, scab. When they go Did through the scab state, yeah. Esther walked in and I was like, you look like me. He goes, are they, did they do what you wanted to do? I said, what do you mean? He goes, when you asked him, was that it? <laughs> doesn't, doesn't say are you happy with it? Imagine if you didn't tell him you were going to shave your head. Oh, and you yeah. just went home like that. Yeah. And he didn't notice. So. <laughs> hey, Amy, uh, no makeup. Your, your partner's never seen you? Well, he saw me very, very rarely, but nobody else has ever seen me without makeup on for right. 16 years. I have not left the house for 16 years without makeup on. What about so you... I swim with it on, I go to the beach with it on, I go to the gym with it on, I play soccer with it on, I get shit for it all the time, but it's just something I've <laughs> always done. You feel comfortable with it. What is the feeling of walking out of the house without any makeup? Like, what I'd does... probably be more comfortable to walk out naked mm. than I would be to walk out without makeup on. Yeah, so if... naked's fine. It's the, the full face makeup, right? Yeah. If someone always. came to your door and you didn't have your makeup on, would you not answer? No, nah, 100% not yeah. answer. Yeah. I'd put my makeup on first. It's, what time do you get like up to do armor. it? Yeah, it's like a shield. Um, early. Like The first thing I'll do is I'll get up and I'll do my makeup mm. and then I'll start my day. And you, so. you won't sleep with it on? Um, No, I'll wash it off to go to sleep unless I'm away with friends. So all the friends are like, oh, we can't wait to catch her without makeup on. <laughs> then I'll sleep with it on because I'm, I even take it camping. I'll put my face on before I get out of the tent because I'm super vain. Even in high school, I got commissioned by the principal so I could wear makeup. Wow. Really? How did, how did you swindle that? Because that's usually a big no-no. Yeah, I was pretty proud of myself when I went home from school because yeah. mum and dad were like, there's no way you'll get away with it. I'm like, you wait and see. There you go. Wow. Uh, all right. Uh, Vipan Vipan? in Hi. Hi, mate. Uh, How's it going? Good. <laughs> What's your story? Um, so my story is my um, my, my two-year-old saw, saw my wife with makeup on for, for the first time. So mum, like, at home, mm. caring for him, and, you know, we'll be going for a, uh, a Valentine's dinner date, and mum goes into the room to put makeup on, mm-hmm. and son goes in and is like, who's this? Who's <laughs> this? Because he'd never seen mum with makeup before. Correct. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Report warns international travel. Full international travel. Restricted for another two years. Won't happen until, get this, 2024. I always feel sorry for, uh, you know, people that want to go overseas for loved ones, but you also think about the people that have a career yep. in tourism and travel and how affected they are by that news. Like 2024, that's a long time. Imagine if your loved one, you're doing long distance, you're like, hopefully we can catch up this year and Mm. then to find that news. Mm. Wow. That's a lot of internet, Mm. isn't it? That's that's (laughs) a lot of data. Mm. Are we still going to last? What do you reckon? You'd have to come to some sort of agreement. But one person that knows all about it, uh, not the relationship part, but I'm talking about the travel part, is Quinton Long, founder of AustralianTraveler.com. Was this the news that you were expecting, Quinton, or even you were shocked by not travelling overseas from till 2024? Yeah, morning, guys, and I am definitely not a relationship counsellor, but yes, I <laughs> would say that I was uh, pretty disappointed to hear this. I'm not that surprised, mm. but let's be honest uh, and let's be really clear. 
what this report was saying is we won't get back to pre-pandemic levels until 2024. Yeah. What it said was that 2022 is probably going to be tough and then 2023 is when people started to move a lot more freely. It's terribly devastating and uh, anyone in the tourism industry here in Australia, it depends where you are. Like if you're in those um, places that are about three hours from a major metropolitan city, you're okay because domestic tourism is, is being fine. But if you're further afield and, you know, think of places like Cairns that we've been talking about a lot, mm. then you're really in a lot of pain. It's what terrible. A, <clears throat> what about money-wise? How, uh, how much do you think Australia will miss out on from not having overseas travellers? Yeah, look, the international market's about $45 billion a year. And so I would say, you, you, you know, that's that's probably the minimum we're going to miss out on. Mm. But what's worse, um, Abs, is that we have a moment where everyone else is going to be travelling because they're vaccinated, their borders are opening up. Like, the UK is going to have herd immunity by the end of April. So they'll be travelling by May. The US is well on its way. They're already travelling to Mexico, you know. And so th- the other big problem here or, or big disappointment is that the world's saving rate so the amount people are actually putting in the bank and saving is bigger than it's ever been mm. and that money is all going to be spunked on a, a holiday and a oh, travel not holiday, here and not here and then the worst part of that is that we'll be closed everyone's traveling and the whole industry is now set up to travel everywhere except australia mm. and so then we miss out on the infrastructure that's really required to service that 45 billion dollars and then finally, sorry to paint the complete doomsday scenario, mm-hmm. we open up our borders and everyone, every Australian goes overseas and there's no one coming back in. So that's the triple whammy that, you know, the Australian tourism industry is probably looking at if we don't get some things right. Well, this, is, this isn't all written in stone, though, is it? Because um, Qantas is sticking to its guns and saying that they're going to restart international travel still when they said on October 31st. Yeah, that's right. It's not, not you know, written in stone. It's absolutely right. But the problem now is the delays in the vaccine rollout have mm. really kiboshed any idea that we could get to, you know, they were looking at having everyone vaccinated or herd immunity by October. And that's where Alan Joyce, AJ, was looking to get things going. Mm. And he was signalling to the market and he was trying to create demand. It wasn't certainty, but he was trying to get demand going. And that's why he said that. And I think that you'll find that in the next six months, unless things change in the, in the rollout and the certainty we have about herd, herd immunity in Australia. And there are other things, don't get me wrong, like you've got to have a, a system where you can track who is and who isn't vaccinated and there's things that international travellers will have to do when they arrive about being trackable and traceable. All that stuff has to be implemented as well, but fundamentally we've got to open up our borders, otherwise I reckon a generation of tourism industry is going to fall by the wayside. Now, Quinton, we're talking to Quinton Long. He's the founder of AustralianTraveller.com. We actually have uh, a guy named Wayne who works for us. Now, he uh, is one of our engineers here. He doesn't know I'm going to try and get him to come on the air with us right now. <laughs> He's giving you um, that look like Wayne, off. Wayne um, is a pilot. So was a pilot pre-pandemic. Um, now is doing a great job working for us. If I can just get you to quickly jump on there. Hearing this news, Wayne, as an international pilot, you were you did the flight to LA, is that right? Yeah, that's correct, Matty. Yep. How, how does this make you feel and, and colleagues that you knew being told you've got no work until 2024? Mate, that's going to put so many people out of work for so long. And, you know, without opening the borders, there's going to be, I don't know, the tourism industry can't stay in this mm. forever. They need to start looking towards having some sort of way of opening these borders, quarantining somewhere else or whatever, but get these guys flying again and get some people 
back into the country again. You've got so many skills. You're you, you, you're doing this, but how many pilot friends have just done that? Like I can't imagine what they're doing with themselves at the moment. Uh, probably most of my friends are either driving trucks or working at Dan Murphy's or Coles or Woolworths yeah. or whatever. So yeah, there's um, there's just no demand for flying at all. Mm. In fact. Wow. Everyone's still out of work that I know. You are so tall for a pilot. That would say how you Big man. <laughs> would add a lot of luggage when well, he was how flying. How tall are you? 6'5". Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. So, Quinton, hearing hearing this from you, and then, you know, we're speaking to a pilot there. He did the LA to, to Brisbane route. That's This is in, incredible, the way it's going to affect. Well, we don't yeah. think it affects everyone, but it will. Oh, God, yeah, it'll have so many ramifications. The other thing that's really important about it is, you know, tourism is one of the biggest uh, employers. You know, the 600,000 jobs in tourism were lost already, and they're, they're slowly trying to, car, you know, get them back. But th- there's going to be a brain drain, you know, just mm. talking to Wayne. You know, we've lost a pilot to the industry, so there's the experience that goes with that. So there's a massive brain drain going to go through the tourism industry. It means that we don't have as many people who are, who are skilled and can get things up and running. So... It has huge ramifications. Think about all those operators that are, are dependent on visitor economies. So people coming in, spending money in, in the cafes, restaurants, bars, you know, going on tours and experiences. And the touring guys are the ones that are getting hammered the hardest because, you know, domestic visitors don't do day tours. Mm. You know, they don't do that stuff. And so they're getting really hammered and we're going to lose all those guides, you know, all those guys that have been driving buses and doing inter, you know, discussions around what you're looking at for, for international visitors, yeah, all that. all those. Yeah. Well, thank you, Quentin. Thank Appreciate you. it. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. I never liked the word fine. Unless it's in fine dining. Yeah. I've just never enjoyed it. If you go, does this look all right? And it's fine. It's like, well, that is that acceptable? Mm. Or it's fine. And it was used on me and I was like, no, I still don't like it. It's a confusing word because last night Scotty got home. He was working really late and uh, there was a lot of dishes and I was like, it's going to be done in the morning. And he goes, no, it's not because you leave at 4.30 and I'm leaving at 5. So it's not going to be done. So I'm going to do it now. So no worries. And I walked up, I said, do you want me to do it? And he goes, no, it's fine. Mm. And I went, hmm, like it's fine or it's fine? No. And I walked to the bedroom and then went back and got a tea towel and started doing the dishes with him. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's not, Smart it's move. never fine. No. Nothing's ever fine. No. Unless it, unless you got a damn you fine, mm. that's a good fine. When have you ever got a damn you fine? Oh. You don't. Hey, Maddie. Damn, you're fine. Yeah, you yeah. too, boo. Give <laughs> <laughs> me, you got to put on the voices. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Role playing, yeah, yeah, acting, yeah. it's not. You can't do it's that. Fine. Do, you want to, do you want me to do the washing up? No, it's fine. Uh, no, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. You can't do that. I don't think you're like your left. Is it not fine? No, no, no. I, yeah. So it's not an acceptable word. Mm. Thanks. But no thanks. I always think to myself if I've got something I need to execute, job or something, I will put the item that I need to take for repair or something on the front seat of my uh, car, mm-hmm. passenger seat, because I'll see it every time I get into the car. Mm. Um, classic Xander's tablet, broken screen. Oh, the need new to, one for yeah, birthday. Yeah, so I need to get that fixed. It's been on the front seat for about four days straight now. Mm. And all that's happening is I get in the car and think, I, I, need, to, I need to do that. <laughs> no, I think I need to do that. 
and then I drive off and it slips off the seat. I'm like, ah, oh. so I reach down and get it. And then I get home and pull into the carport and look over and see it and go, I didn't do that. And then the next day, I need to do that. Get home. I didn't do that. You know, it's, it's actually when you think you're going to stop on the way home, it's really annoying. No. You just want to get home. I know. And they always like, you think oh, it'll remind me. Yeah. It reminds me you haven't done it. You just go into automatic pilot, don't you? Yes. Yeah. So thanks. But no, thanks. It's a classic, but I was uh, remaking the bed in the spare room yesterday. Fitted sheets. A, you never put them on the right way the first time. You always put the side at the top and the top or down the sides, and you realise that it's not going to make it. But you're still trying to make it fit. You're like, no, I'm pretty sure this is the right way. Is it against the wall? Because you know how you do that one. Yeah, no, oh, that's the other thing. I can't not do it and not think of you it's doing brilliant. the bunny hop thing. You did the jump over? Oh, yeah. So you put on three corners ones. in the last one. You've got to jump and put it over because mm. if you don't get it at the wall. Do you do that? No. I What I do is I put two up the top and then I pull it down and then normally when I'm getting the last one on, one ping's off at the top and i got to go back up there. But look at the wingspan on him, though. I he, he, can, he can reach. You know? The bunny hop makes it a little bit fun. <laughs> Our T-Rex arms aren't as healthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Together we should always put on a fitted sheet as my fellow T-Rex. <laughs> so, a lanky thanks but no thanks. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. There we go, guys. Have a great day. That's the podcast. See you tomorrow. Bye. Stab Abby and Matt. Brisbane wakes up with Stab Abby and Matt on B105.